previously on Little Bit Leave It. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Little Bit Leave It, the official podcast of Friend Island USA in the USA. What are you what are you doing here? I live here. Yeah, but like, why are you in the recording studio? Um, Because it's really hard. It's really hard to record from the kitchen. You quit. You you know, um, I don't know what you're talking about. Welcome back to Little Bit Leave It, the official podcast of Friend Island USA, which is produced by ITV7 and is available for streaming exclusively on the Miranda Network, where you have the right to remain entertained. My name is Ben, and today we've got a great episode Hang for you. Hang on a minute. As if I was going to sit out and stand by and let you do this all by yourself. Okay. Where would you be without me? Okay, so I'm just going to take this from the top. Welcome back to Little Bit Leave It, the official podcast of Friend Island USA. In the which USA. Is pro- which is produced by ITV7 and is available for streaming exclusively on Miranda, where you have the right to remain entertained. My name is Ben, and today we have got a really, really great episode. Of course, we're going to be talking about the fifth episode of Friend Island USA. Do you want to do this by yourself? I mean, I'm not going to let you, but you could at least introduce me. Not that they don't know who I am. I'm kind of star of the show here, but you know, you could pretend. So I'm just saying... We got to respect the notes that we get. And if you can respect the notes, then I'm okay with giving you another shot. I will respect all of the notes that I got. Okay. So I got a spam filter on. All right. No, no, I'm serious though. I'm serious. I mean, my spam filter is like chef's kiss. No, no. Nothing gets through except big dick ads. I'm really, I'm, I'm really serious. Um, All right, let's do this. This is a big episode. Look, we've been talking about you know, building a real source of income from this podcast for a while. And, and it still hasn't and, Well, this is the chance. And this is like, I'm just sick of this. I'm just sick of this. And I'm taking this seriously. You're not. And if you can take this seriously, I think the show is better. Because I think the first couple shows where you did take it seriously, it was really good. But I, I'm not putting this, I'm not, I'm not going to just jeopardize this. Okay. So this was a jam-packed episode it's a texting challenge, right? Jessica and Karen get a texting challenge. We've got, of course, the buddying up ceremony. And uh, it starts off, though, with a little bit of a reveal. It's Andy's birthday. And he's not telling anybody. On my last birthday, um, me and my wife, actually, uh, we went to, uh, we went bowling. Um, and because uh, I'm I'm not very good at bowling, and she's she's the better bowler. Uh, she will whip out strikes and and spares, and uh, the only things that I whip out are um, my calves. So I just uh, I'm I'm not great at it. Um, so uh, but we did that, and then uh, afterwards, um, she 
uh, said, you can go and hang out with all of your male friends now because I know it's your birthday. And I said, honey, I don't have any male friends. And she said, that might be a problem for me. And I said, it's not a problem for me. And she said, no, but it's a problem for me. So, so, so that's what we did on my last birthday. And after that, we fought for a little bit and, and we drove home mostly in silence, but but then, but then we had a nice, a nice moment, and we worked through it later, and 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 um, and and we got uh, 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 very intimate for the first time in uh, several months, and it felt uh, great. But my wife and I have a very uh, 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 fizzy relationship. It's fizzy. I don't know if healthy is the word, but fizzy is a word that I would use. You know, I was going to make fun of him for a boring birthday, but that is pretty fucking accurate for a birthday when you're married in your late 30s. Well, except for the not having friends part. That's not normal. But it's common. It's not that uncommon. You're right. Let's not make fun of Andy. And it's a serious, serious one. And I understand why he doesn't want to celebrate his birthday this year, right? I think he should take advantage of being around these new male friends and, you know, try to see what a bro birthday looks like. Yeah, totally. I'm totally. pretty sure that Trevor and Kyle and Uncle Terry would have thrown him a birthday party if he had just asked. Yeah, I, I think kind you're of, right. I think we were deprived of something. I really think we missed out on what could have been yeah. unbelievable scenes, Jeff. Yeah, I, I think it could have been... Really cool. Hey, by the way, that was that's perfect. That's exactly what I've been looking for. Like this whole time. Don't be condescending. No. The best way to get me to do what you want is not to encourage me. Yeah, you're really stubborn. I understand that. So just let me do my thing. Yeah. Your thing is gonna cost us a lot of freaking money. Yeah, my thing always costs us money. I don't know right. why this is new to you. Let's just keep going. Let's just keep going. Now the first Big move of the episode is when Jessica receives a text to begin a texting challenge. Okay, so today we got a secret challenge from the producers. Um, I am supposed to uh, text my my buddy. Um, so uh, it's me. Yeah, I'm supposed to text Karen and I'm supposed to ask her what her availability is to hang out in the next week. And then she's got to text me back actual legitimate availabilities and when she's available within five minutes. So at some point this week, we're going to we're going to hook up and I'm going to text you. We're going to hook up. I didn't know that was this show. No, 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 no. At some point this week, uh, when you... Oh, you mean like hook up like in the 80s? Like, that's how my mom uses the term hook up. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm sorry. We're going to communicate. Um, so I'm going to text you at any point, and then you just have to have your phone on you, and you have to respond within five minutes, because that's what friends do. Oh, my God. This is, like, so easy. We're going to... We're going to... We're going to... We're going to kill this challenge. We're going to oh. it. Yeah. All right. So this is not totally unfamiliar because in Love Island, they do give a secret mission to either the girls or the boys toward the end of the season. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But I have a lot of friends I probably owe a text message to. And uh, this is not as easy as it sounds. Okay. So it's eight o'clock and Karen is upstairs brushing her teeth. And I just texted her asking her what her availability is to hang out. She has five minutes. Oh, fuck. 
Uh, just, I'm brushing my teeth, and I, I was gonna go, I was gonna go on YouTube for like the next couple hours until I fell asleep. It's not that I don't want to hang out with her. It's just, and and I am available. Who's brushing their teeth for bed at eight o'clock? I mean, even I don't do that. And I have like negative life. I don't have no life. I have like negative life. I just assumed it's kind of a microblogger thing, but. I guess if you're going to go lay in bed and watch YouTube for three hours, you kind of want to just be done with all your ablutions. Do you guys know what that word means? Was that too smart for you? I don't even know what that word means. <clears throat> Ablution, the act of washing oneself, often used for humorously formal effect. So that was supposed to be a joke. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Karen's having that trouble. So Jessica feels like she needs to go talk to Andy after Karen doesn't reply Basically, almost immediately, right? She goes and seeks out Andy. Which is suicidal, really. Yeah, right? That's a weird person for her to to go to. That's and every, right. every time I say, well, maybe Andy has gotten past this, he proves me wrong, so. Oh, fuck. Uh, hey, Andy. Andy, have you seen Karen? Does Karen have her phone on her? Um, I, I, I don't. I think she, I think, I think I actually might have her phone. Do you have do you have her phone or your phone? Wait, does she have her phone? She she hasn't texted me back. It's been eight minutes. Um, I I I think. Oh no, I've got my phone. I'm so sorry. I thought it was her phone, but it's my phone. It says. Let I me mean, just check. Yes, I wrote my name on it. It says okay. Andy. <laughs> well, she hasn't texted me back. Did you well, follow text? What do I do? Um, you know, my wife always says that uh, that you never want to double text somebody. I don't really think it's much of a problem, but go for it. Okay, I'm just going to text you. Karen, LOL, LOL, when are you available this week? Um, comma, I think we might have missed the, um, you know, five minutes. Wait, Karen, LOL, LOL, uh, when are you available to go out this week? I think we might have, you know, failed the, the, the challenge. Um, where are you? L O L O L L M A F O F L F L F L F L A O L. Send. Well, that's a big yikes. Yeah, I don't think it had been five minutes left. What were those F O F O? What was she saying? I think it was just a alphabet salad. Yeah. Um, trying to seem casual, totally cash, while panicking yeah. on the inside. Not even on the inside, while just panicking. Yeah. I I don't know if this is the best friendship for for Jessica. I kind of feel like Jessica and Jeff would have been better friends. They do kind of seem like one of a kind. Yeah, that's that's true. And then Jessica and Uncle Terry also had a real moment during the baby bird challenge, too. Yeah. So Karen is just too cool for Jessica. Very possible. Oh, f a double text. Oh, She's desperate. Ugh. Is she using voice to text as well? There's like a lot of you knows and ums in here. Oh, it's it's so hard. You know what I mean? It's like so hard to text back your friends when you're sort of in the zone, you know, in your own. Fuck. 
I know we missed a, missed a challenge, but it's like so hard. You know, you think it's going to be easy and then it, it turns out it's like really hard to just text your friend back. Fuck. Uh. Sorry, girl. Didn't mean to miss your text. Send. It is hard to text your friends back when you're in the zone, the parenting zone, the just got up zone, the watching the TV zone, the cleaning up after your ingrate family zone. You name it. All those zones are very hard to get out of to text. I don't think it's that hard. Okay, so let's just, let's keep going. Okay, so she sent me back, but she didn't mean to miss my text and then didn't tell me when she was available to hang out this week. I don't, Andy, what does this mean? Does, does she not want to be friends with me anymore? I think it means she hates you. You think she, what? I think that means she hates you. I believe. If, oh let me see it. What, Andy, this is your luck. Yeah, she hates you. Oh my God, no, Andy! Looks like, uh, I think, I think, I think what that means in, in, in code is uh is that she wants you uh off the off the show and she never uh, wants to see you again or else i'm just reading between the lines yeah you're really reading between do you think i can be kicked off at the next elimination i think i think maybe she's kind of freaking out is andy taking a new tack for getting jessica to uh disappear and he realizes that he's not going to get away with murder Literally. So now he's trying to drive Jessica over the edge mentally to get rid of her. Oh, I didn't think about that. And he's an evil genius. Yeah. I think Andy knows exactly what he's doing. He's read a lot of books. He knows all about manipulation and mind sorcery. Yeah. Especially when we hear Karen's perspective on all of this. Because I don't think Karen meant it like Andy is saying. No, Karen is super self-absorbed and, you know, not paying attention to what is being expected of her. She's just, you know, la-da-da, doing her own little thing. So I don't think it was malicious, but I don't think Karen is a good support system for Jessica's heavy, heavy neediness. See, that's exactly the type of analysis. Okay, enough. Like, that's exactly what I want. Yeah, so let's hear Karen in the confessional after she kind of figures out that Jessica is upset and the friendship isn't going so well. I'm really trying. I really am. I, I try all the time to start conversations with girls, but they say, oh, you're so boring. Like, how do you not know how to spell synchronicity? How do you not know how to spell the, how do you, how do you not know how to, how a, how a lighter works? How do you not know how that, how do you not know how that happens? And I'm like, I just don't, okay. I've never had, God, it's awful in it. Having, you know, I've always just been able to coast based on my looks. And so I've never really had to had had to try. And I'm really, I really am. I want to make some girlfriends. I really do. I can spell synchronicity, but I have no idea how a lighter works. Outside of the fluidy stuff is flammable and the sparkity thing makes a flame go whoosh. I mean, that's pretty, it's pretty accurate. I don't think she meant like the chemistry I think that she does not know how to operate a lighter. Girl, you got to buy a better lighter. Don't go to the bodega and buy that cheap shit. Nobody knows how to work those. Do they have bodegas in England? They have like corner stores. What do they, oh, they call them like the tobacconist, right? Or something. Yeah. Something charmingly old fashioned. So I think going into the 
buddying up ceremony. We've got Jessica nervous that she's going to get dumped. Karen is definitely nervous that she is going to get dumped too. Right? So who who is... I mean, I'd say Andy is secure. Trevor feels very secure. Because those two look like an obvious buddying up after the last episode. I think Uncle Terry is safe just because he's cool. Yeah. I think anybody would want to be friends with Uncle Terry. Let's get into the buddying up ceremony. So this is, again, a totally random which four people get to choose who goes first. And this time, Jessica gets to go first. So she's not going to be eliminated. No, she gets to be on the offensive. Yeah, and she picks Miranda. I did not see that coming. No, I felt really bad for Karen because even though they're not meant to be together, I do... I did kind of want to see them. I like seeing relationships repaired. Yeah. I like seeing people grow and push past problems. Who knows? Maybe they'll come back together in another buddying up ceremony. I actually wouldn't be surprised if that happens. Maybe Jessica will make Miranda interesting because, you know, Karen is not boring. Karen has never been boring. That is the goal, right? Let's give Miranda some more stuff to do. And say. All right. So let's hear Jessica. Um, As you all know, I have been buddied up with Karen this last week, but um, yesterday something big happened. Um, It's going to be hard to talk about. Uh, I was supposed to text her uh, to ask her her availability to hang out for the week, and she was supposed to text me within five minutes to tell me her availability. Eight and a half minutes after my original text, she texted me back saying, sorry, girl, sorry that I didn't text back. And she never followed up by saying her availability. After talking with Andy a bit, um, we came to the conclusion that this means that Karen no longer wants to be my friend. And I don't want to be friends with somebody who doesn't want to be friends with me. Sorry. So now I am going to rebuddy with Miranda because Miranda's also kind of cool. She's kind of quiet, but she is a really good listener. And she would never do to me what Karen did. So yeah. That's who I'm rebutting up with. Okay, so it's not just me. Miranda doesn't say anything there either. It's not just on the camera. Miranda is kind of a waste of space verbally. I mean, yeah, she doesn't she doesn't talk a lot, but she brings I, I think she brings like a certain kind of gravity, you know, to the villa. Are you mocking her weight? Because I thought she was pretty thin. I know, no. I mean, like I should have been more sensitive, used a better choice of words, I guess. Um, I didn't mean to offend anybody with with that. Well, let, let's hear how Karen reacts to this uh, dumping. What? I texted her back. What? Yeah, you texted me back eight and a half minutes later. I thought we killed that challenge. I texted you back. Yeah, like, killed it dead. Like, yeah, like, we f- 
fucked up the challenge you were supposed to do within five minutes. We were supposed to find a place to hang out. I texted you. I literally love you. Like you're my you're my best friend. Like you're the best girlfriend I've ever had. Like that's why I texted you back so quickly. Normally it takes me like days to get back to people. It was eight and a half minutes. The challenge was five. You didn't tell me when you were hanging out and you never told me that you literally love me, okay? So like, I don't know what you're trying to do. Maybe you're just trying to play a game, but I hope that you get kicked off this island. Well, I've just got mental illness. Oh, don't bring it to that. We've all got mental I, illness. It's not, it's, it's not that I hate you. I just, it takes me a lot longer to do normal tasks than anyone else. Oh, please don't get into the spoons thing. Like you didn't have enough spoons to text me back or something like that. What? No, you don't know that thing, the me mental oh. illness, the people with depression only have like three spoons that they can, and one spoon is, is used by, by, by showering and the other spoon is, it's a thing to show that people with depression can only do so many things without feeling overwhelmed. Anyway, you did not have, you had a spoon to give me and you didn't give me a spoon, okay? So, I'm giving no. you so many spoons, I'll give you all my spoons. No, it's too late, Karen. I don't want your spoons. I have you my Miranda spoon. Miranda hasn't said one thing this whole time. She's quiet. Shut up. Miranda, do you have anything to say for yourself? Exactly, Miranda. Thank you. Oh my God, she sounds like those girls on the internet. Which girls? Oh, I only have three spoons. So I can't take any responsibility for my life. No, I'm not responsible for anything because I have mental illness. I'm just going to be a dick and a selfish. Aww. I um. I call them fat girls on the internet, but like they're not fat. It's just I'm going to get flamed for this. I I just thought that segment was a little too close to being insensitive to. Um, mental health issues and I think you kind of you know solidified that for me. <laughs> well it was a little ableist on both of their behalves wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah I think I, I, I think so. And you too actually. Well listen I have depression so I don't want to hear about how she doesn't have enough spoons okay? I'll show you not enough spoons. I'll show you fat girls on the internet. Right, let's just move to the next one. So um, the next person to pick, it's going to be Andy. So before we get into Andy's pick, let's listen to Trevor in the confessional right before the buddying up ceremony. I am not a tall man. Uh, in fact, something I'm looking for in a friend is height because I like to be complimented uh, uh, for those who can reach the highest shelves. I think we all know who he's talking about here, right? I think so. Yeah. He is so desperate for Andy to pick him. I was matched at the beginning of this show with uh, Kyle, and uh, he is very sweet and very motivated and uh, a, a little intimidating and... Uh, likes to be naked a lot, but I found someone else uh, who happens to sort of fill all of the the, the holes that I have, and um, and and I think that person is all of. I have so many empty cavernous holes that are just in my psyche, 
and into my house. And it sounds to me like uh, Trevor is going to fill those better than Kyle is. They're such different people. Um, I feel like they, they, their voices are, are very, very separate. And I like uh, Trevor's a lot more. Um, he is also the right height uh, for me, for a friend. I can use him as an armrest if I want. And it hasn't bothered him yet. Uh, so either he's the right height or he's just really amicable and both of those work for me. Um, and on top of that, he's read the one book that I haven't read. And that's a huge uh, game changer for me uh, friendship wise. So I, I have to admit, I'm not 100% sure how this competition works, but I, I'd like to be uh, partnered up with Trevor if that's if that's okay that was really long-winded i think i fell asleep there for a minute maybe i died in the middle there i'm not really sure so andy picks trevor i think eventually right yeah if you were listening he picked trevor he actually i think very eloquently explained all the reasons it makes sense and again kudos to casting this is such an amazing friendship that we're seeing uh the beginning of here i think my god i am i am touched i am so blessed and emotional to be chosen by you to be buddied because i gotta be honest i was i was buddied with miranda and uh, i thought there would be a bit of a mentorship you know merlin author thing didn't work out she is just too quiet you know, no, no real back and forth. Whereas with you, Andy, you are everything I'm looking for in a best friend. You're tall. And we just have so much that we can talk about. So well put, Trevor. So well put. So we have three Islanders left who are not buddied up. And that is, of course, Uncle Terry, Karen, and Kyle. And someone is going home this week. So, yeah, it's going to be one of them. And, of course, the person who gets to choose is Karen. Whenever we head into a ceremony, they always like to give the contestants time to think, react, freak out, you know, just question their life choices and decisions. So let's hear Uncle Terry talk in the confessional about his goal for this buddying up ceremony. What am I looking at for, for a friend? Well, I want somebody to laugh at my jokes, which is pretty much everybody. That was a joke. Don't feel the pressure to laugh at that. Um, I like going on nature hikes, um, which is ironic because I am a lumberjack. I, I cut down nature, but afterwards I like to walk around all the, the, the trees that are still left. So Karen getting to choose, I think that is what seals the deal here. And Karen, of course, picks Uncle Terry. Not surprised at all, given the way that Karen has talked about Kyle this week. And I don't think they've actually talked once. No, and Uncle Terry's rad. Okay, well, I don't know how I'll recover from losing my only best friend. Um... So, I guess I'll pair with Uncle Terry. Huh? 
Well, don't act so enthusiastic about it. He's not saying anything. Just say something. Dude! Well, f*** it. Dude! I just feel like this is such a good time gang. I would love to go to the pub with Karen and Uncle Terry and see what kind of hijinks we could get into. But Kyle, oh man, uh, he's a little upset. I mean, we didn't think he was going to take this lying down, did we? I just don't understand, okay? Because uh, look at me. I'm the whole package. I'm everything that you could possibly want in a best friend. I upstage constantly. I order everyone's drinks for them, whether they like it or not. And I just, I don't understand why no one can see the beauty that I bring to every room because I bring deals and I bring fucking vagabond coupons to every single meet. And I just don't, I don't understand. Everyone's missing out on what Kyle is packing. Yeah, hell of a speech he uh, delivers to everybody at the end there. I mean, full package is sort of generous, isn't it? I don't know. I mean, he's an ambitious guy. He's really entrepreneurial. Uh, he's really smart. I mean, I maybe I would invest in his gym, but I wouldn't want to be his friend. He's strong set of morals, you know, because oh, he's super religious. Babe, stop right there. You fucking sell out. No. Stop right there. Look, if you're constantly ragging on the contestants, we're not going to get renewed. I think I've been pretty damn upbeat for the last 20 minutes. Look, when I sold this podcast to ITV, I promised them a certain level of quality. Look, they're going to find new hosts for this podcast. If Thank God. No, like we're, we're out. Like little bit, leave it. We don't own it anymore. That's all right. So the most surprising thing, I guess, was, um, I don't know, somehow Jeff got into the confessional booth uh, at the end. It's, it's I don't know, eh, really weird, surprising. I, yeah. I did not have money on that. So uh, I was voted up actually uh, before the voting ceremony started. Everybody just said, you know, you're out, Jeff, <laughs> uh, right after the pigeon thing. So, uh. You know, I'm going to give them some time to think about it. I still got the box truck. I'm still living right outside of the, right outside the villa, right next to craft services. And they can't legally tell me to move because I bought a parking spot. So I'm going to be here and I know the codes to get into the villa. So I'm going to keep coming back in and I'm going to make them like me. Maybe we'll start a band. I don't, I think there's no craft services. That's just like a freaking table where they put the leftovers. Or is it a, like a dumpster or something? Yeah, Jeff is totally dumpster diving. Right? I mean, this should not be a shock to anybody. So, Maybe he's eating pigeons? I mean, I'll say this. The one thing by breaking into the confessional, he has shown the production team that they do need to change all the locks. So at least, you know, we shouldn't be seeing Jeff again, I'm guessing. Now I'm kind of rooting for Jeff. Bring it all down, Jeff. Set it all on fire. Yeah. Let's root for the demise of the show that is paying uh, our bills. Yeah. I mean, the abandoned, the abandoned buildings. Anyway. Good don't, idea. Let's don't, do that. Don't hurt anybody, Jeff. Good idea. Bring it all down.
Yeah, that about does it for the week. Five episodes, six days, and six nights. Wow. This was a hell of a first week, right? Hell, yes. That is definitely the word I would use. No, this was a really, really great first week of the show. I can't wait to see the rest of this season. And so every week at the end of the week, I um, compile what I think are the the best one-liners from the week. And I'm going to, against my better judgment, allow Becca to give a quick off-the-cuff comment on... Each of them. And as I'm saying this, I know I'm going to regret it, but let's go ahead with it anyway. I'm just really happy to be here. Oh, Andy's so wholesome when he's not trying to murder people. Oh, God. They're just so, they talk all the time. It's so, God, it's doing me head in. Oh, that must be Karen at dinner with you and your dad and our son. <laughs> I brought a nightlight for everyone. We can all sleep together with the nightlight on. Okay, this one's actually really epic because I don't know how you would bring a nightlight just for yourself. I don't know how you would hog the nightlight. I don't think it's possible. Last time I hung out with a dog, he was like pretty rude. I don't even have a comment. That was just amazing. Nobody likes Jessica. And I say like, hey, you were lonely. You were looking for friends. So basically Trevor is a friend hooker down at the docks. I know all the security codes because I watch people. I'm really good at watching. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. It was the deal he was born to make for us together. Like I said, I would invest in Kyle, but I wouldn't go anywhere near him. Yeah, I think he's talking. Is he talking about um, Uncle Jeff killing the pigeon? Or no, is he he's talking, talking about, about Jesus Christ. Oh, right. It was the deal he was sent to make for us. Again, could have been talking about Jeff. Wasn't sure there. So I thought you loved Kyle's Jesus morals all of a sudden. I do. I do. I just wasn't sure. Who are you? I'm the person trying to ensure our family has a secure financial future. Did so, you, did you quit your real job and not tell me or something? So we've got a podcast exclusive. That's right. The only place you will hear previews of what is happening next week. On Friend Island is right here on Little Bit Leave It. Every week we will have a clip for you to listen to for the following week, if that makes sense. A little sneaky peek of what's coming next weeky week. Ooh, I like that. Okay. Oh, oh now you like my my contributions. I I always I think when you take it seriously, you're really, really good at this. <laughs> if that's serious. I feel like this is going to be a beautiful friendship. I agree. I'm really looking forward to spending more time with you and learning about T.H. White's world. I've been told that uh, because of our friendship and our recoupling, uh, the producers have provided us with a duo canoe ride that is 12 hours long in which I can tell you the entire plot of The Sword and the Stone, which is just book one of four of T.H. White's The Once and Future King, because to get into the other books, we're going to need more canoe rides. (laughs) Oh, man, I hope that everybody else is okay with a 12-hour canoe ride that they're going to have to go through as well. 
We don't need to worry about them, Andy. It's just you and me. Just you and me and a couple of paddles. Just a couple of pals and paddles. Yeah, what is that canoe ride going to look like for the other contestants? I guess we'll have to find out next week. Pals and paddles. I love it. Sounds like a porno based in a frat house. So that wraps it up for this episode. And thank you so much for listening. And let's uh, let's hit him with the socials. So if you want to find me on Twitter, I am at LBLI podcast. Leave me alone. And if you want to email us, it's littlebitleaveitpodcast at gmail.com. Ben, your phone is ringing. Do you not know how Do Not Disturb works? I'll just, let me just take a call. Yeah, hey, how's it going? Oh, no, it's great over here. Yeah. Yeah, we're actually just wrapping up the record. Yeah, what do you, what do you mean? That's great that we're wrapping up. Yeah, no, just the tone. The tone of your. What? No, like I think. I think it's been going really well. Yeah, I know. I, I, we got the note. We got the notes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think. Uh, wait. Wait. All right, he hung up. It was Ni- that was Nigel. What did old Nigel have to say for himself? Um, I don't know if we're I don't know if we're coming back next week. I think we need to talk. He's a little upset. I think we can calm him down. I think. Okay, so from Staten Island to Friend Island, we hope to take this job and shove it no we from staten island to friend island thank you so much to itv and the miranda network we'll see you next week i'm sure of it you corporate shell friend island is a production of little bit leave it and was created and edited by ben donsky friend island was produced by ben donsky rebecca donsky and alexandra landau Friend Island was completely improvised and stars Kareen Britty as Karen, Matt Kiesling as Trevor and Kyle, Alexandra Landau as Jessica and Jeff, Ian Monaco as Andy, and Matt Stevens as Uncle Terry, as well as Ben and Rebecca as themselves. Friend Island features music by Audionautics.com.